This is a podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. We've got this relationship now, Laurel and I, where she tolerates me until I get close. And then she's like, back away. (laughs) To be fair, it's a lot like being married. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be in trouble later, I know. But uh, obviously we're here this morning to just dedicate this wonderful life and bring her back to the Lord in thanksgiving for all that he's done for you guys as a family. You've got two beautiful children. I think we can all agree on that, yeah? I don't know how they've managed it either. (laughs) It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Under all that hair, there is a handsome chappy, I tell you. Yeah, there there we go, definitely. (laughs) Um, and also, this morning, we've got two godparents, um, so if, uh, if you're able to come out, um, and let's, uh, Robin and Sarah are going to make their way out towards the front, uh, that'll, that'll help us as well. Okay. Um, you were best man at the wedding, so I... I was, yes. And he's the best man today, eh? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to say a few things, um, and you guys this morning are going to answer, God willing, we will. Um, And then what we're going to do is we're going to pray together as a church. Elijah's had enough already, um, but that's fine. And then we're going to pray together as a church, and when the opportunity arises, we are together as a church if we're able to say amen together. That means that we are here together, we're in it together, and we agree, okay? So as a church, as we pray, um, as we go through these things, we're going to say amen together. So first of all then, in bringing uh, Laurel Patricia Jane Timby, what a beautiful name, Laurel Patricia Jane Timby, and presenting her before the Lord, this is to you guys right now, to Adam and Zoe, mum and dad, Um, in presenting her to the Lord, do you promise that through prayer and instruction given through his word, that you will bring up Laurel with the knowledge of the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) She looks beautiful in this dress this morning as well. Handmade, I'm told. You're in the queue and it's behind me. Okay. Uh, Godparents, so Robin and Sarah. Both Adam and Zoe have asked uh, for you guys to be involved in the upbringing of Laurel, to help and support, to love and to guide, uh, and the nurture of Laurel as she continues to grow. So I know this morning that already you recognize the responsibility that you both have um, in order to care and to watch over Laurel, to be aware of both her physical and her spiritual needs. Um, But my question is this, will you be willing to help in her upbringing and share with Laurel the knowledge of the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ? Fantastic. Okay. So this is where we all come together now and we, we just pray and we just give thanks to the Lord. So I've got a series of prayers. Uh, and as I say, let's collectively, we say amen. We say we will. Um, so first of all, let's pray. In the presence of God, we come today to bring before you our God and Father, Laurel Patricia Jane Timby. And ask and seek a blessing on her life. Amen. 
We acknowledge you, God, in all your ways and in every aspect of our lives. And we give thanks to you, God, for the joys of family life and pray for guidance through the hard and easier times. Amen. Dear God, as we bring before you Laurel, we pray as we put her into your care that you might bless and help her grow physically and mentally strong. We pray that as you have your hand on Laurel's life, that she might be drawn to you. We lovingly commit her into your hands, to your grace and your safekeeping in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, too, we recognize our part in Laurel's life and commitment to her. Lord, we pray that you'll please help Sarah and Robin and all of us here at Hope Church to do all that we uh, have brought before you today. Amen. And too, Lord, as children learn by example, may you help Adam and Zoe as they commit to being that example on the day to day. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for Laurel and the blessing that she is. All of our prayers, Lord, that we've brought to you, we ask in and through our Saviour's precious name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know, it's such a, a blessing and a privilege as parents to be able to just bring our children before the Lord. We understand, and as we're going to just see in a moment or two, the blessing that kids are and the joy and the gift that they are. Um, but also we remember that we're to bring praise to the giver, uh, to the Lord God who's given us and as, as a family, has given you as a family this beautiful, precious little life. She's definitely found a voice. And if she wants to compete, all right, you've got to get hold of the microphone, love, all right? Let's give this wonderful family a round of applause. Let's have a... Please grab your seats and then we'll... Um, Rachel's actually going to bring a story to us. Um, so for the kiddies, if you're attentive this morning... You'll get to hear something that I'm going to talk about in just a few moments. It's brought about in a, a little bit of a different way. Hannah's promise. This story is about a woman named Hannah who really wanted to have a child. Every year she'd go with her husband to a place called Solo. While they were there, there'd be a big festival and everyone would celebrate all that God did for them. They would thank God for their crops and everything God gave them and give sacrifices and presents to God to show how thankful they were. This sometimes made Hannah very sad, because she wanted so badly to be thankful, but was discouraged because she couldn't have a child. That didn't mean Hannah moped around and felt sorry for herself, but in her heart she was very sad. Her husband still loved her very much and tried to make her feel better, but nothing seemed to work. Finally, Hannah did the only thing she knew that she could do to help her situation. One evening, when they had finished eating and drinking, Hannah went to the temple and began to pray. When Hannah prayed, she was very honest with how she was feeling. She sometimes cried a lot and probably felt like God had forgotten her. But while she was praying, she promised God, Dear God, if you would only look and see how sad I am and remember me, please give me a son. 
If you do that for me, I will dedicate my son to you for his whole life. As Hannah was praying, there was a man named Eli, a priest, who was sitting nearby and saw her. While Hannah was praying, she was praying to herself. Her lips were moving, but Eli couldn't hear anything she was saying. We can sometimes pray like that. If we need to, we can pray to God in our head so no one can hear. Eli realised Hannah was being very honest and truthful with God, and he said to her, Go in peace, and may God answer your prayer. After that, Hannah left. She felt much better because she had talked to God about what had bothered her. Early the next morning, she even went to worship God before she went home. You see, sometimes God doesn't answer our prayers how we want, but we can't just be mad forever and not talk or thank God for all the other things in our life. God knows what's best, so there's always a good reason why he has answered our prayer in that way. But a while later, a great thing happened. God, of course, remembered Hannah, because God doesn't forget any of us, and gave, us, gave her a son, and, he named, and they named him Samuel. Little picture. Hannah had waited so long for this child, and she loved him so much, but she remembered she'd made a promise to God. Hannah was an honest woman, and when she made the promise, she meant it. Again, Hannah had a good attitude and wanted to give Samuel back to God. She wasn't mad at herself and changed her mind. Hannah kept her promise. When Samuel was old enough, she went back to the place where she had prayed and said to Eli the priest, Do you remember me? I'm the woman that cried and prayed for this child, and he answered my prayer. Now I give him to the Lord, and I will leave him with you to learn and work with you. So Samuel lived with Eli, and every year Hannah would pick up a suitcase and visit him and bring him new clothes. It might have been hard for Hannah to see Samuel only once a year, but she, she wanted to keep her promise. God blessed Hannah again and gave her and her husband even more sons and daughters. I'm only going to speak for about 45, 50 minutes, so... <laughs> I don't get why you're laughing. <laughs> All right, mate. If you've got your Bibles with you, we're going to have a look at, uh, at 1 Samuel, chapter 1 and chapter 2. Now, I'm just going to be just a few moments, I promise. And really, as we look at this uh, portion of Scripture, these few verses that we're going to look at, it's Hannah's sorrow turns to singing. It's a well-known story. It's a place where you would naturally go for a dedication service. But I want to have a look at something this morning that I'm hoping that we can all take out and use in our daily life. That's what it's all about, isn't it? We can hear the word, but do we apply it to our life? And we have to think this morning, is there application for us that we can take this out into the week ahead and we can start and understand what the word of God can do in our lives? You know, a dedication is such a wonderful opportunity to give thanks to God publicly for all that he's given to us. And that this morning is exactly what Adam and Zoe have done. They've said thank you to God for this beautiful little life. And they've said, Lord, everything that we have is because of you. So naturally, the heart's position is to give back to God all that he's given to us. Amen? 
I feel like we're almost participating as well. I don't want to put too much pressure on you this morning because you're probably thinking, how is he getting away with such a mustard-coloured jumper stood at the front? But I followed Aubrey this morning, who's as brighter than mine, isn't it, Aubrey? So I thought, if he can get away with it, so can I. But I want you to just think about this, to just be comfortable in your surroundings. Let's not worry about what people to the left or to the right are thinking, but let's just sit comfortably on lovely comfy seats. There's no, uh, well, almost. <laughs> there's, no, uh, there's no wooden pews, you know. We've got nice, almost comfy seats for us to just sit and relax and to just enjoy what the Lord's got to say to us. But the picture that's been placed before us this morning is a really powerful one. And as a church, we follow what the Word of God says. And one of the most descriptive accounts of a dedication is in 1 Samuel chapter 1 and 2, where Hannah brings to God the gift of her son, Samuel. And the story starts with Hannah full of sorrow. She can't have children. And in her weeping, she prays to her heavenly Father, asking for a child. And we know that children are an absolute gift. Until they answer back. <laughs> and then thereafter, they become a gift-type challenge. A gift-type challenge. But we know that they are indeed a gift. And she is praying to her Heavenly Father in chapter 1, verse 10 and 11. She's pouring out her heart. And in her prayer, she asks the Lord to remember her as she vows to give the gift of her son back to God. She says, Lord, remember me. And we've just sung a hymn, sung a song together that says, remember your people, remember your children. And we ask the Lord this morning to remember us. But we don't pray, we don't talk together, we don't worship a God who isn't listening. His ear is attentive. He is listening. He is on the ball. And in verse 19, it says there that the Lord remembers Hannah. The Lord remembers Hannah. And she has this son that she so prayed for, and she names him Samuel. And she sets him apart from the moment he's born to live for God. And when the time comes, and the boy is weaned, she brings him to God. And her sorrow has now turned to singing. Children can do that, can't they? All in the space of an hour. Sometimes in the space of about 30 seconds. You, you can go from the pit of despair, can't you? To absolute joy as they do something cute. And you were just about to tell them off. That's never happened, has it? No, only all the time, yeah. And Hannah's story, and also what we've seen here this morning, as Adam and Zoe have brought Laurel to be dedicated, it's such a great example for us in our lives. And I hear you ask, how? Well, Hannah did something that we should apply to our day-to-day -day walk. And it's this. She looked beyond the gift, and she praised the giver. She looked beyond the gift and she praised the giver. And in doing that, in her faith and in her obedience to God, he used the miracle of the life of Samuel to point to the author of life. Hannah concludes 
in chapter 2 and verse 10, as she finishes her prayer of thanksgiving to the Lord, she says this, He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. In the first instance, this is the Samuel who anoints this young shepherd boy, David, to be the next coming king over Israel. But of course, we know that the gift is much bigger than that. Because the gift is pointing to something so much more wonderful. The gift is pointing to a heavenly, perfect king, whose name is Jesus. Amen? It's pointing to a heavenly king whose name is Jesus. And he too, much like David from this little town in Bethlehem, it's getting that to, to that time, people. You've been to a garden center, the decorations are out. This is the first time, it's October the 6th, we've mentioned Christmas, okay? Because it is coming. And born in that stable in Bethlehem, there is this young baby, this gift that is given, that has given us the opportunity at life. And that is a gift like no other. And through Jesus Christ, we are here this morning to give thanks for the wonderful gifts that he's given to us. But in wisdom and understanding, we're here too this morning to praise the giver of those gifts. Amen. We're here this morning to give thanks to a God who has given us the opportunity at life. Life has been made here and we celebrate that. But we have life and life eternal only through the Lord Jesus Christ. So we say thank you, Lord, for Laurel. We say thank you, Lord, for all the gifts that you've given to us. But Lord, our heart's position is that we want to praise you. Amen. Our heart's position is that this morning, with this opportunity together, we can praise him. And what we're going to do is we're going to celebrate together. We're going to share some food together. We're going to enjoy being a family together because these are all things that the Lord has given to us. But in the midst of all this, and it's all wonderful and it's all fantastic, but let's remember the giver and let's give thanks to him for all he's done for us. So let's continue to look beyond the gift and praise the giver. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.